You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. You're listening to episode 95. Who are you? I'm the co-host. <laughs> I thought I'd change it up. It's, it felt awful. Yeah, I'm the co-host. Well, awful. let's roll it. I'm the co-host, right. Dave Ferrari. And I am the other, the main host, the other co-host, uh, Matt Lindsay. Mate, and this is Feeling Alive 95. Feeling Alive uh, 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 95. Feeling 95. Alive. Episode 95. Five short weeks away from triple digis. <sighs> we just had a look, mate. We are... Going gangbusters. We've got some legends going back to uh, the very start archives of episode three, four, and five last week. So Step shout out to those people. Time. They're not going to be listening to this one yet, so they're not going to know that we're getting, giving them a shout out. But uh, pretty cool to see that people are going back and... Well, we can't see who they see, are. No, we can't, unfortunately. Mate, they're just... You're just a number to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we love oh, our listeners, mate. We value... Every each and one of you out there. So oh, thank you, you for listening. You love one of them in particular. Oh, absolutely. I believe your wife's a listener from time to time. Yeah, she is. Usually just the intro, actually. So she might capture this. Um, <laughs> she gets sick of it pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. As soon as you start talking. But, mate, mm. episode 95, very excited to be here. We've got lots of hockey stuff to cover in a bit of a shorter time frame today because, you know, we always have that planned time uh, booked out for the potty and then stuff just creeps up and today it's little chili's uh annual vet check day vet check up yeah so we got a double dose of uh scheduled appointments today we got chili dog chili dog going to the uh vet for his annual checkup mm. just for them to say mate it's healthiest dog in bloody mayfield but um skin and bones in mayfield heights but uh and then after that you and me mate we're off to absolutely house some wings mm. chicken wings um, they also do cauliflower bites, just for anyone who's not into wings. Yeah, righto. Yeah. Is that we're what you'll be ordering? The, maybe, we'll see. Bit of, bit of both. We're going to, oh gosh, I've forgotten this name. Shout Brewing. Shout Brewery, yeah. Which is in, what would you call that, Georgetown, would you call it's it? It's between Georgetown Islington? and Islington, yeah. It's near the railroad track yeah, there. near the Tyson Whatever the, uh, the old gas and oil place is going to be, I don't know what that's going to be. Coke Works. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be a similar to Bullaroo situation. Where it uh, needs a few years of putting down the, the new soil. Well, it's had at least that, but yeah. Mm. Anyway, mate, we're off there tonight just to see how many wings we can house. Yeah. Uh, now, whereas on the menu today, you can get the minimum order is 10. But the good thing they do there is you can no, order max. in oh. lot. Well, yeah, mate, no, you can, you can have <laughs> at it. They know you're coming. Uh, you can get the flavors in groups of five. So if you get 10, you can get five and five. Yes, that's get correct. 15, you can get five, five, five. Isn't that nice? It's a nice change compared to the 12 of the one flavour yeah. you normally get. I like places. to mix it up. I like to mix it up. So mm. so that being said, mate, now we've never been there before. We don't know how big the wings are. How many do you think uh, you're going to just tuck away tonight? Oh, I had a guess. I think we'll try – I'll try three different flavours. So maybe 15. 15. Oh, no, did you say it comes as in 10s? Uh, no, you get 10, 15. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I think it's it 10 up. and up, lots of five. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. All right, very good. So that's kind of my plan. I might try a sample one of their local beers as well. Ooh. What do you reckon? I think they do I mean, three it is different... Brewery. It is a brewery. Uh, yeah, they do Most three well. different types of beer. they got an XPA, mm. IPA, mm. Lagi. Yeah, it'd be Lager for me, then the XPA. Not an IPA guy. Too fruity. Too... Yeah, no. Just can't do it. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Doesn't it's sit uh, well in the gut. No. <laughs> Bubble gut. Yeah, very good. Anyway, mate, let's move on. All right. 
Well, why don't we just jump straight into the, the headlines, mate, and get them happening for episode 95. Well, let's, let's go up to, up to the big board, the high board, and just jump right in. Headlines, brought to you by Drop-In Espresso. Drop-In Espresso. Wall's end. All right. As you roll over to... Yeah, we've got to be careful this computer. week. Yeah, please don't disconnect it because we've learned our lesson. We'll be in all sorts. Don't want that to happen again. All right, headline number one. Supreme SummerSlam Series... Si- Wow, your sorry. eyes are yeah. no good today. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. <laughs> that, okay, wow. yeah. Supernova SummerSlam Series Series. Series semis. Semis, sorry. <laughs> My apologies. I do wow. have some glasses there. I should put them on. Yeah, probably should put them on. That's scary, Davey. Yeah. You got them tested again? No, but I've got... That's a new, mate, new year, new new health insurance plan. Well, you know, renews. Yeah, it rolls over. So uh, maybe I need to go back and get uh, get some more eyewear. Mm. I haven't had the eye test before, but they, they shoot the air, don't they? Into yeah, they give you a, a pressure test. She's like, now we're going to do, do, do a range of tests. Like, now we're just going to do a pressure test in your eye. You'll feel a bit of air. And yeah, it's literally And you've got to keep your eye open. I'd be blinking puff, like mad. Puff some air into your eye. It's like, whoa, that's strange. Mm, a bit offensive. All right. Uh, okay, very good. Hopefully listeners uh, caught on to what you just said. Second one. Nice and short. Preseason heats up. And then the third one, mate. Winter Equinox. 20th of March. No, don't read them. Oh, sorry. Okay. Do this one again. Just don't read that. That's just a part of the, that part of the uh, run sheet, mate. <laughs> the third one, mate. Winter Equinox. Ooh. Very intriguing. Dun, dun, dun. Let's dive into it. Number one, the Supernova SummerSlam Series Semis. And I'm oh, sure you've got the semi just thinking about it, You wouldn't have a list. No, exactly. The five S's. Because uh, it starts... Well, it's going to have already started when this comes out. Thursday it's night. Thursday night. night is the night. Tonight and is I could the feel night. the buzz in the rink today. It's just the buzz was building. Yeah, it's happening. Div 3, mate, they face off tonight. Uh, Benny Armstrong didn't realise it was coming so soon, wrote to us saying, where's the rest of the regular season games? And we said, Benny, you've played all 15, mate. You have actually played all 15. He didn't miss a game. Very oh, impressive. Uh, but you're going into the semifinals next week. You, you better start getting ready. And sure enough, they're actually looking at like one of the hottest teams in the division, mate. So they're going to be very jacked up for tonight, but who do we have Mate, do we announce, off? just quickly, Oh, yep. do we announce, uh, well, no, Benny already announced it, actually, <laughs> so uh, sorry, I'm Sandra Benny. Sully here with the late news, but mm. um, Benny shutting her down as a player, yeah, focusing on goalie. Just goaltending. So this this playoff run here for the D3 Sonics mm. could be... Um, no, not his last, because he's the goalie. <laughs> this is great script Yeah well of course he is yeah. Of course he, he plays that many teams Anyway the good thing is Oh mate I'm having a shocker So the Div 3 Galaxy They're well in charge In, in front In the lead Dan Fennick's team Pretty stacked if you ask me Defense um, So good luck to the Fen family uh, They're facing off against the Sonics So they both get the second chance If it's to go awry tonight Which everyone will know by tomorrow That means you can just You can leave it all out there yeah, I mean, there's no fear of being eliminated. There's no fear of the season coming to the end, having to clean out the stalls. No, you know, hand back the jerseys, but switch it over to Gus's Astros, mate. There, this could be their. Yeah. This could be the last dance. Yeah, and Justin's Navs. It's a uh, do or die. Someone's walking out of here tonight, and that that team, that team, and you know what? That team will likely never be assembled again. There's always someone who who misses mm. a season. Yep, new player comes in. 
this incarnation of the Astros and the Navigators, tonight is the night. I mean, last night. Last night is the this, night. But yep. you know what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying. So very exciting. We are pumped to have the finals starting to kick off. A few of the divisions still have a round to go next week before their finals begin. Um, but it's just the way the cookies crumbled this time, mate. I'm just going to play this, mate, because for for Galaxy, sorry, for Astros and Navigators. <laughs> how pumped up um, they'll be. Love it. Last night. Marshall may have done that in the, the pregame speech. Who I hope knows? someone does. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, headline number one, Davey. Headline number two is preseason heats up. I wanted to talk about this because I'm going to be having this lived experience. It's I've been notified by yourself. I'm not formally invited to any sort of uh, confirmed team rostering group chats or anything yet. Apparently, I'm still got to work my way into it. But uh, so you're on a PTO, mate. Yeah, we're going to start skating very shortly. That's right. North Stars are hitting the ice informally on February the 23rd. It's a Thursday night, uh, late one, 9 p.m. Mm. Uh, and it's going to be just an informal skate. Just just get dust the rust off a little bit, get the cobweb cobwebs uh, worked out. Yep. Get to see the boys, some some people, uh, in new people in the mix this year, mm. uh, yourself included. Mm-hmm. Just just seeing who's who in the zoo. So it'll be two weeks of that before uh, they t- take the ice for real under the uh, guidance of Coach Kevin Noble yep. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, getting in preparation for season twenty twenty three. And mate, look, it seemed like yesterday, Maddie, that you and me were lifting good old cups yep. for the North Stars. Uh, twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. So 2016 seven was seven years, years ago. Oh, my god! So the Northies are due. And uh, I can tell you, mate, Gary Dore, hardest working GM in the business. Mm. Uh, he's just putting the finishing touches on it now. But I can tell you he's put together an absolute wagon. And nice. uh, in, in very short order here, we'll have some big names to announce. Uh, and yourself uh, looking like you're one of them, mate. Ooh. It is very exciting this time of year. Seeing all the teams actually start to get back on the socials, um, starting to release players returning, new players coming in, imports, all that sort of stuff. Bit of a rumour mill um, as well, like all this yeah, players going here, going this players yeah, going there. Been traded. There's uh, there's talk of um, you know Canberra doing their thing, recruiting mm. players. Mm. Um, Adelaide back in the mix, Brisbane this year, the coast, who's going where. So uh, I think each week now um, we're going to have to bring back uh, a bit of our AIHL segment. Oh, it gets me excited. We're just going to have to dissect uh, the moves, who the movers and the shakers are. Yeah. Um, definitely some big rumours out there, but we, we just need a bit more, you know, I mean, we're insiders, Maddie, but we need to see a bit more evidence because uh, we don't want to be spreading spreading false rumours. We want to be spreading rumours. Mm. Very good. Uh, the third one, mate, you said it. It's officially out there. The label yes. of the winter NIHL for 2023. It is the We've winter got the name. What is it, David? Equinox. Equinox. We got. Oh, you didn't play any sort of cool music yeah, or anything really, there. I didn't really have it. I was a bit unpre- un- unprepared. All I yeah, had was me undies on. <laughs> and that's all I had on when, I, when we when we stumbled across the name. But um, the Equinox, mate. What do you What do you think? Your honest opinion. I really like it. The first one you presented to us in our board meeting last week was pretty awful. Um, so the next one that came through, I was actually thoroughly impressed and it actually, I don't know if you know when you've picked it or you just liked the name of it, but it lines up perfectly 
to be within the winter season because it happens twice a year, David. Right, and the next one is on Maddie, Tuesday, March 21st, which is yeah. going to be right at the forefront mm. of the winter equinox. It's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a tongue twister, let's uh, be honest. Winter It's going to be right at the forefront equinox. of the winter equinox season. It is. And for all those who don't know, an equinox, uh, this is straight from National Geographic Society. Uh, I'm a member. I'm a subscriber. Mm. Um, that could be a lie. An equinox is an event in which a planet's subsolar point passes through its equator. The equinoxes are the only time when both the northern and southern hemispheres experience roughly equal amounts of daytime and nighttime. Wow. That doesn't, doesn't have much relevance to the NHL season at all, really, but the, the dates do. The 21st, that'll be just before the season kicks off. Yep. And then September is the second one at some stage. Um, I think a spider just dropped out of your microphone, which is... No, it was a screw, which makes me Horrifying. Oh, okay. We, we might lose you midway through. Um, yeah, the second one's in September, which will be just after the season wraps up, Davey, because we've been working hard getting the schedule ready, prepared, and um, we probably won't have it live just yet, but we've... Do we want to talk about it now? Do we want to talk about the, the nights that we've confirmed for a few of the divisions? Yeah, let's get it out there, mate. Um, I mean, where do you want to start? We, we have uh, – well, the nights we have for NIHL just locked in the calendar for the hiss mm. are Sundays, yep. Mondays, yep. and Wednesdays. And the odd Saturdays for juniors. The odds – well, of course, sorry. I, yep. never can, I always forget the juniors and I shouldn't because they're, they're uh, the bread and butter of our league. But, the future um, of the league, David. The future. So, so yeah, Saturday, Sunday, Monday and Wednesday. Now, the juniors, unfortunately, um, the kids, they always get bounced around the shop a little bit. Mm. Depending on uh, Ice Hockey New South Wales rep, depending on AIHL games um, and such. But we, we try to make it as consistent as we can. And once the schedule does come out, um, we lock in those games and there won't be a change unless there's a change to the Ice Hockey New South Wales schedule, which we should know uh, in, in enough in advance, we hope. So, yeah, uh, what we're thinking, mate, is uh, we're thinking Division 2. Mm-hmm. Monday nights. Correct. We are thinking Division 3, Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking Division 4 slash 5 on Sunday nights. Now, mate, what's missing there? What have I missed apart from juniors, which we said is on Saturday, but you might have picked up, I missed a number. Yeah, Division 1, Davey. Um, this year, a little bit different. We're not doing the same model uh, we did last year where all the rep teams were playing in Division 1 um, like we did last winter. Say what? This time it's just uh, purely if you want to be a part of our community and engage in the world's greatest recreational hockey league, then feel free to do so. Um, but, mate, just based off the EOIs, um, Div 1's usually pretty useless, Adam, historically, which is fine. Um, but right now we're not planning to have Div 1. We're going to be looking at putting a few of those players that did put EOIs in um, into Division 2, and so everyone will just shuffle down a little bit because, mate, the EOIs were phenomenal. Um, just based off EOIs alone, Div 2 and 3 um, full. So pretty impressive. Div 4, still a few people, a um, few spots, I should say, available, which is great. We always want to have that just to mix in a few of the new learn-to-play people that might be uh, you know, excelling a little bit further mm. than people that we're going to try design Div 5 around this year. So, yeah, that's that's going to be it, mate. So, junior, two, three, four, and the goal is to have Division 5 as well. 
That's right. Now, I really like it, Matty. Um, thinking about, you know, obviously you never want to see Div 1 not happen. But, uh, you know, we talked about the North Stars and and the roster that uh, Gary is assembling. It's going to be it's going to be a good one. Mm. Uh, also, we can say the same about East Coast Super League. Um, and I can confirm that uh, we actually have imports in the mix for East Coast Super League this year, Ooh. which is we haven't I, – I don't recall the last time we've had that. No. So um, imports that are coming out here to play hockey, playing in the East Coast Super League, um, obviously hoping they get some games with the AHL, but uh, we have our pro players that we bring out um, for, for the AHL. So we have uh, East Coast Super League going to be very competitive this year. Mm. Um, and we have a number of other senior rep teams that are competitive. So I think our Div 1 players um, are really hanging for, for spots in those leagues. Um, a lot of other Div 1 players help with coaching and things like that. So I haven't put in their EOIs. So we can only go based off of EOIs. That's why we put it out there so mm, we can, we can mm. plan. Uh, that's why at this stage we've planned as Div 1 not happening. Uh, and Obviously that doesn't excite us <laughs> because we, we want it to happen. But it does excite us because Division 2 – um, the, the players that did sign up for Division 1 would be a good fit in Division 2. You're going to see Division 2, the bar just be raised a little bit. It's going to mm. be a really competitive Div 2 league. It's going to remind me, Matty, a lot of that very first season we had of the NIHL way back in 2014 where we Division 2, each team had some guns. Division 1 players on Luke Dore was mm-hmm. playing on a Division 2 team. Joel Fraley playing on a K. Division 2 team. Sam Kay, Kennedy, not John Kennedy. There was another Kennedy back then. People probably don't remember, Matt but he was Kennedy. a gun, Matt yeah. Kennedy. Um, and and uh, each team had their really strong players and it was balanced out really well and that season was so, so close between all four teams. Mm. Um, shootouts. Yeah, you know, shootouts galore. So I think uh, it's going to be really um, competitive, entertaining Division 2 to watch. Uh, and with those players from Division 1 going into Division 2, uh, the trickle-down effect, we're going to see D3 be bolstered up uh, a little bit. Um, putting some players down in Division 4. And then in Division 4, there's some players uh, that are new to the game. There's also some players that have been playing there a little while that we just think Division 5 is going to be more enjoyable for them. Mm. Um, it, it's a, it's just – I wouldn't call it a slower pace. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting it's going to be a safer pace with, with less collisions, um, yep. a little less competitiveness uh, and, and a little more, more social and fun and – um, and the referees will really be encouraging that to, to you know, we want to minimise uh, even even accidental or incidental contact in that league period. Sorry, in that division period. So um, I think uh, as far as slotting goes this year, the players, uh, the division they end up in is, is going to be really appropriate based on the EOIs we have uh, and really enjoyable for all those players. And when you're playing enjoyable, appropriate hockey, uh, one, you're having fun, and then two, you're just developing at, at the fastest rate you can, I think. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And off the back of that, the registration is going to be opening tomorrow. Saturday. The day you are listening to this is a Friday, should we be. If nothing mean, goes wrong. I mean, if you are subscribed. Well, touche. And who wouldn't be? Some people might miss the, uh, the rego window if they're listening to this in six months' time. <laughs> but, so, uh, I dare say you would have. Yeah. But um, that means anyway, you just got to subscribe to the pod. That way when it, when uh, you launch it, Maddie, someone just gets a little ping. Hey, new pod's out. Wouldn't that be nice? Away. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so the Rego window will open on the 18th, which is the Saturday. Um, along with that, we'll be confirming the nights of each division on the webpage. Um, and hopefully in the near future, well, it'll, I can tell you when. It'll be just after the 4th of March. We'll be ticking 
the website over to the winter season, so you'll be able to see the new schedule. March and fourth, when with it's you. all lining up, and uh, we're going to go from there and have an absolute cracker of an equinox during this winter. Now, mate, we will let a little cat out of the bag, or a few of them. <coughs> some some changes for the equinox. Mm. Extra hockey for juniors now. If a junior game in the regular season is tied. We're going to go into overtime just like the seniors. They're going to play that three minutes of three-on-three hockey. Wow. Uh, sudden death. That's so going to be a lot of ice for our kids. I love it. The G-Dub Gino. And if it's still tied at the end of uh, overtime, it just ends in a tie. Mm. But uh, more times than not, we see a goal. Uh, and in playoffs, just like seniors, it'll be continuous overtime. Uh, we keep having those. Uh, we'll actually have five-minute periods in overtime until someone scores. Uh, also... Going to have our website, new website by then, live scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see who's scoring the goals, what the score is in real time. Well, the five divisions, that was one of the big... The five divisions. It's because well, it's fifth, the Equinox. The, the fifth, fifth division, fifth, I should say. Fifth, uh, fifth dimension mm. is where we're going to this year with that. Uh, and league awards. We are going to league awards. Yep. So, um, you know, if you think you're a pretty handy defenseman, like I know you do, Matthew... Um, One of the best. Yeah. I mean, Benny Hughes didn't <laughs> think that when he just took you right down Main Street on Monday <laughs> night, but we'll get into that in the NHL report. Um, you may be, you may get the award of best defenseman for the entire league across all divisions for that particular season. All right. With that, all the NHL talk, mate, why don't we just jump into it right now? Thanks, Gators Network, for sponsoring this section of the potty and do the NHL report. The NHL report brought to you by Skaters Network. All right, mate, we're going to go back in time to the Sunday, the 12th of February, where we had uh, we had a cavalcade of games. Cavalcade. Did I use that correctly? Yep. Yep. Uh, and we started off with, uh, with our stars, the juniors, the junior galaxy taking on the navigators. Um, and we just spoke about what's coming next season, the new stuff. This was a 1-1 tie. Uh so if this happened in winter, they'd be we'd be seeing overtime three mm. on three. With still these could guys. be a tie, but it still could be. But give uh, them a chance to it not to be. Bonus hockey, so mm. entertaining. Um, the the Navigators they scored first here. Uh, Will Cunningham um, with the assist to Hamish Cahoon. So great job, Hamo, getting on the board with the apple. Uh, and then in the third period, it was young Sam Bryan um, just doing it himself. Tying the game, so that's a GTG, um, getting his team the point uh, for the tie. Uh, and only one penalty apiece in this one, a trip and a slash, which is really good to see. Shot's pretty even, 23-24. And, of course, we had the lovely Billy and Bra- Blaze Drew in the nets. Next junior game, mate, was the Astros taking on the Sonics. Uh, this one was all tied up with a minute to go in the third. We had Monique Sheffield... Sliding a beauty pass to Aiden McIntosh. Just looking for the little shot pass. Alistair Crouch picks it up. He goes bingo, bango, bongo. And that, mate, was his hattie on the game and the game-winning goal uh, as the Sonics... Sorry, as the Astros got up 4-3 over the Sonics. Uh, and, mate, a shout-out. In a losing effort, Xavier Burns, his first-ever NIHL hattie. Ooh. Uh, probably his first-ever hattie, to be honest. I Unreal. Mean, that, that, that's that boy, Zave. That's great. But uh, Xavier Burns, a natural hat-trick, bang, 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 unassisted, two in the second, one in the third, uh, but it was it was Crouchy's hattie uh, and, and a goal thanks to Aiden McIntosh um, earlier on that allowed uh, Crouchy's third goal to be the G-Dub Gino. 
Um, now in this one, mate, the uh, Billy Drew in a losing effort stopped thirty. Just doing the math, thirty-two saves. No, sorry, I've got that the other way around. Blaze Drew. Blaze drew 32 saves on 35 shots for the win. Come on. So the Sonics massive. were all over him, mate. Yeah. Peppering the Astros. Just salt and peppering him. And uh, Blaze just keeping the door closed to help secure the victory. Division 3, Galaxy taking on the Astros. Galaxy 5, Astros 1. Peter Baldwin, one save away from a Shutzi. Wow. 19 saves on 20 shots. Uh, but it was – sorry, just uh, needed to moisten up the mouth a little bit there. I was getting dry, talking too much. Neil Reese with the game-winning goal uh, early in the first period and then just uh, adding a little mayo later on was D. Wayne Piper, um, Chase Wettisweiler and Nate Sheffield. Uh, and they did in every fashion, the D3 Galaxy here. They, they got a power play goal to start the game. They got three even strength goals and then a shorthanded goal to seal the deal, the final nail in the coffin, the icing on the cake. Uh, but shot's pretty even in this one, 20 to 17. Talent vocal, mate, I've got to mm. say, uh, you know, I hate to be critical, so, but 12 saves on 17 shots. That's an off night for Talent. We've is. seen him uh, play some high-level hockey before. We know when he's on his game, he's a brick wall. But uh, i got to say, he just must have been seen it right that night. Yep. Maybe he was uh, a little bit fatigued. I'm not sure. He probably but knows that, that he's not talented at his best. No, and I'm probably crushing you in the fantasy league. So he just thought, you know what? I'll help Davey out a little bit here. Give him some more points. Well, I need him. I need him. Actually, I think I'm still ahead, but uh, we'll see. D3 Navigators taking on the D3 Sonics. Um, reg- 1-1, mate. Regulation sold nothing. Overtime, only one shot apiece. Solved nothing. Uh, so this one finishes in a 1-1 tie. I mean, it was going to be a one nothing Navigators win until the third period where Caden Miller, the affiliate player, um, he was just Johnny on the spot nice. to, to, to bury a Gino. That tied the game up. Um, but while there was only one goal apiece, mate, these teams did plenty of penalties. They did plenty of fouling, some penalising. Mm. Uh, five penalties to the Navs, six penalties to the Sonics. That's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, five trips in the game, two hooks, an unsportsmanlike, an abusive official, a double abusive official. Maddie, it was all happening. Um, how about more time scoring goals, people? Yeah. Less time worrying about the antics, the mm. officials, chirping. Referees have never cost you a game, so I don't see why we're getting abusive officials out there. Play the game, mate. Play the game. D4, Sonics, Astros. Astros 3, Sonics 1. Uh, I always love pointing out the game-winning goals. Justin Thomason, Tomason. I mean, I'm going to have to sound European there, aren't I? I think it's Thomason. Uh, I'm going to call him Tomason, as if he's from Sweden. Was it, is there no H after the T? Uh, yeah. To- How else do you think Thomason's Thomas. spelt? Yeah, mate, but it's, he sounds better when he's European. Oh, gotcha. Like, I'm, just, like I'm picturing like socks over the back of the Achilles guard. Yeah, guy. right. You know, like real Forsberg style. Yep. It's wearing a Swedish jersey. Yeah, yeah. But a quiet night for Evan Hocking. 12 saves on 13 shots. All the work was up Matty Gibbs and 20 saves on 23 shots. Uh, but not, not enough, Gibby. Mm. Not enough. Um, but, you got you know, you can't blame you. Your team's got to score more than one goal well, he hasn't, to win a hockey game. He didn't come to learn a play, so, you mm, know. Not enough practice. Yeah, a bit of a correlation there. Big man. Now, mate, Division 1, Galaxy 
taking on the Astros, doubling them up, in fact, Maddie. 12 goals are scored this game, eight of them going to the Astros and four of them. Sorry, eight of them going to the Galaxy and four of them going to the Astros. Well, I wouldn't have picked that. Uh, and I can tell you, no one got a Hattie. Um, there was two two goal scorers in Ro- uh, Ryan Dushman and Josh Second, little Energizer Bunny. Mm. But here's the thing, and when I when I saw this, I was like, hmm, are they snapping it around or are they chiseling the referees after a goal is scored? Because out of the eight goals, every single one had two assists attached to it. That's a chisel. I reckon that's a chisel. Yeah, that's because I've watched a lot of NHL hockey in my day. Yep. And there's a lot of broken players. There's no way. I just don't think they could have been snapping it around that well. Agreed. Now, in saying that, uh, the Astros, they they limped into this game. They only had seven skaters. Seven Seven skaters. Seven skaters. So, I mean, maybe maybe they were on their heels. But Freddie Stevenson, two goals, one assist. (laughs) So, a man in his 60s and only seven skaters going against the Galaxy who... That's I mean, what he loves. He, He's probably the reason he does. Douchman, two of them. Pricey, Ultram. Uh, and he's getting two and one. Mm. Pretty damn good. Uh, off night for Ethan Spell too. I mean, I'll say it. I'm, I'm ballsy enough, mate. I'll say it. 17 saves on 25 shots. Not good enough because Spelty is way better than that. Mm. And the Galaxy did this, mate, with their affiliate goalie in net. Chris Priestley, 20 saves on 24 shots. And a boy um, wobbles. I mean, all both those goalies want to get into form uh, before playoffs. Well, they're already here, mm. aren't they? Navigators taking on the Sonics. Uh, this was your game, mate. Yes, it was. The Sonics going down five to four in overtime. The OT hero in this one was Timmy Stanger. And, mate, the overtime goal was a shorty, yeah. short-handed. So they would have been four on three. Assisted by me, mind you. Well, not on paper. On paper, uh, they course. put it down to Hanson and Matty Montgomery in net. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I guess technically. I mean, technically, no. But, uh, yeah, I remember that play vividly. I had the puck on the point in the offensive zone. Uh, I think it was Tien, actually. Uh, started to skate at me pretty quickly. Tien's a quick guy. Deceptively quick. And I went, Powerful oh, legs. he's coming at me a bit quicker than I was expecting. He's now blocked my shooting lane. I'm going to try and get it back to Paddy Naden on the right-hand side, which is a bit of my off pass. Tried to do that. It went into Paddy's skates because my pass was very average. And then it was kind of a fumbly battle for it in front of the net. Maddie, I think, did dish it out to Josh Hansen, who was on the right-hand side. And he's done the old lollipop, flipped it over my head. Uh, I started skating backwards. Whacked it out of the air thinking, oh, this is great. I'll whack it down to myself and continue on my way. Uh, but as I whacked it down, I went straight on Timmy's stick, who was flying straight past me. There was no chance I was catching Timmy. Uh, and then, yeah, sure enough, he decided to, to put the puck down past uh, Ryan Williams, who was our affiliate goalie playing up, who did a phenomenal job, mind you. I don't know how many shots he faced, but it felt 20, like a 25, thousand. 20 saves on 25 shots. Yeah, he did excellently. There was a couple of breakaways there that we gave up, um, and he stopped them. So, you know, he did, he did really well for us, but uh, we just didn't capitalise on the opportunities we needed to, mate. Yeah, mate. Well, look, four points for Timmy, two and two. But, uh, you know, that was a good recap there. I mean, you had one goal, two assists on the night. Uh, mm. they're, they're kind of Dave Ferrari numbers. That's pretty good. Um <laughs> You know, I mean, almost as good as Lockie Powell. He had two goals, one assist on the night. I blame, just... I blame Cujo not being in stands, mate. The number one fan. Where was Cujo? Oh, apparently she got a total knee. Oh, mate. 
We have we have wheelchair access. Get yourself <laughs> in here. Get yourself in here, Cujo. But mate, can you also just quickly? Uh, I don't want to spend too long in this game. But can you just walk us through the first goal of the game, Benny Hughes? Mm. Um, it's got down here. We get the scorers to just put a little mark if they think it was a highlight uh, real goal. Yep. And this one happened early. There was um, you know only a few minutes into the period. Uh, I believe you're on for that one. Yeah, it could have been a uh, real highlight of my career to date. Uh, but look, from my memory, what happened was uh, Timmy was it Timmy that assisted uh, Ben's goal there? Sorry, Hanson. Hanson. Okay, so um, Hanson had the puck mm-hmm. in the D zone. Uh, Benny came through the neutral zone. Nice breakout. Got the pass from Hanson. A little bit in his feet, so his head went down. Head and I down. thought, oh, perfect. Benny doesn't see me coming here. What, are you going to kill him? So I, no, no, I was just oh. going to try it. Get the puck for it. Yeah, exactly, with his head down. He had no idea. So I stopped skating backwards. I planted the feet. You just hit the brakes. I hit the brakes. I was like, this is perfect. I'm going like to. Like a witch's hat. Exactly. Just, just as a cone out there. Yeah, poke the puck straight through him and then just start wheeling down, go for a breakaway, happy days, I'd score. This was all happening in my head at the time. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, so I slammed the brakes on, Benny head down. Benny still head down. I thought, oh, I've got him here. He's going to put his head up just before he gets to me. He's going to see that I've stopped. He's going to try to do a move around me, and I know exactly where that puck's going to be. So I put my stick there. Toe, toe drag. Put my stick there for the toe drag in preparation. Uh, but Benny, to his credit, kept his head down. And uh, flew straight past me, mate. I just stood still like I was at a traffic stop. Everyone looked at me. Even Gav, the referee, came up to me and said, what was that? If I knew you were that bad, I wouldn't have picked you on senior one. Uh, so, mate, a bit of a disappointing effort from me. But in my head, it was going to be a highlight reel. But ended up being one for uh, Benny Hughes in the end. Oh, yeah, two tucks on the night. So, you, after that, mate, after burning around uh, a quality defenseman like yourself, mm. he, he was feeling it. Uh, thank you for that. Oh, pleasure. Division two, Galaxy Astros, Galaxy three, but the Astros scored six on the Knights. Can you believe it? Uh, and the G Dub Gino went to Jarrell Llewellyn. It was his second goal on the night, uh, and that ended it. Um, Eric Sincere, twenty six saves on twenty nine shots. Uh, better save percentage there than Chris Priestley, only eighteen saves on twenty four shots. Uh, as the Astros double up the Galaxy six to three. Uh, not a lot of penalties in this one, only two apiece. That's good to see. Trip, trip, slash, interference. That's hockey, baby, as you like to say, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Division two, Navigators taking on the Sonics. Navigators three, Sonics one. Who had the G-Dub in this one? That's right. It's Toby McMahon because he's down here every Monday, Wednesday morning practicing his craft. Yep. And that's he why he gets a goal and an assist. And it was the G-Dub, Gino, uh, as 30 seconds into the third period. Mm. He said, I'm going to end this right now. Bang. Um, and then, of course, just like he does, Tommy Zantano looking for the stats. He put the icing on the cake a few minutes later. And that's how it would finish, three to one. Uh, and I love seeing a team win. that they, they didn't take a penalty on the night, the Sonics. Perfect. Not one penalty. Uh, just a clean game. They are winners. Division four, Navigators, Sonics. Sonics four, Navigators, only one. Uh, and that came at the very end of the first period with four seconds left. So they wow. just sneaked that one in there, Matty. Zach Morecambe. Oh, Zach Morecambe just went ping. One of our new guys to the area. Yep, yep, yep. Now, uh, this was a tied game going into the third period. But have you ever heard of Caden Miller? Just a few times. Well, you have now because he went <laughs> Even bang. Even earlier on a, this episode. <laughs> a, minute in, a minute into the third, he went bang. And then he went bang, bang again. That was his Hattie. 
I've still yet, mate. We have photographers here every night of the week. We mm-hmm. got people with their phones. We got scorers just just giving us game notes left and right. Yep. I still haven't seen a hat fly for a hat trick onto the ice, mm. and I'm disappointed. Mm. So there was another opportunity for for hats to fly. Uh, but this game, what I love most, not one penalty in this one. That's it's a great. Penalty free game. That's great. That's great, and that's hockey, baby. Now the last one here, mate. Div 4, Astros, Galaxy, no overtime, but it was just a narrow win. The Galaxy 3, the Astros 4, the G-Dub Gino came in the second period and it was unassisted, mate, to Shea Booty. But what I've got to say is uh, she had a goal the other week and she got an assist here early in the second period on the peeper. Um, Wendy Paintner, Mm. mate, she's having a season. Absolutely. She's having a season. Uh, and the three Galaxy goals, they got one on the power play, one short-handed, and one even strength, and they scored them within the span of five minutes in the second period. Wow! So five minutes, it was just it was heads down, heads down, thumbs up, tails up, tails up. Remember that game? Uh, heads down and just go to work, and they did that. Bang, bang, bang! Uh, scoring in every fashion. Uh, Coach Rob Dushman had to be happy with that, especially when they took three penalties on the night to the Astros one. So you know they were behind the eight ball there. But uh, they weren't deterred because they scored one shorty. Uh, and like I said, added one on the peeper and even strength as they took the game 3-2. Oh, Maddie, I can finally have another sip of my chalky milk. That was... The NIHL Report and brought cigarette. to you by Skaters Network. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, time for a durry. Well done, mate. That was excellent. Uh, and speaking of time, we're going to have to transition you to uh, yeah. the vehicle, Ferrari. That's right. I'm going to hit the road. Um, go get the you chili do bowl. have to hit the road. We'll go. Uh, so, mate, we're going to have to hit the pause button on you being live in the studio. You want me to do that one? Uh, well, yeah, you should because I'm going to have to get the... Uh, all right, Davey, do I have you, mate? Mate, you've got me. I'm in the car. Let's Excellent. continue. Very good. Wonderful. We have to apologise to our listeners because everyone likes a good clean audio uh, and we've just cut the, the quality of the audio in half. But as we said off the top, mate, we you've got places to be. We've got places to be later. So it's the only way we can make it happen. But let's move on. So you've wrapped up the NHL report, which leads us into just a little bit of hockey chat, mate. I wanted to, uh, unrelated to your question corner, which we'll get to later. Um, but in talking through the headlines about preseason starting up, getting the bodies ready, going for some skates, uh, it just made me think a little bit about um, the sport in general because it's a pretty unique one in terms of what uh, you'd want to be doing off the ice to better prepare yourself on the ice. Um, and it's primarily a revolving, revolving? Primarily revolves around lower body and core training. So wanted to chat yep. to you, mate, and pick your brain a little bit. Why is it so important to our sport uh, to be focusing a lot more on the lower body um, and your core as opposed to all round or um, upper body components? Yeah, great question, Matty. So, obviously, you know, our sport, to be a good player, you, you have to be able to skate. I mean, unless you can shoot it like a Vetchkin, you really have to be able to skate and get around the ice. Let's rule that out. Um, and skating, go. well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> skating, uh, you know, it takes it takes mobility, it takes power, it takes stability um, to be strong and efficient and all that. So, you really need to, to have strong legs. Uh, and a bit of core strength within your legs, because when you think about it, you're balancing there on on a you know tiny quarter inch blade. Mm. So um, you know, 
you know, going on that, I was, I was selling a gentleman some skates today in the pro shop, actually. And as he was walking on the blade, you could see him. He was a new skater. You'd see him just firing, struggling to stay on top of the blade. Now, part of that was due to fit. You know, we, we had to get a different skate for him. But it's also, if you're not used to it, balancing on, like I said, that quarter inch, it takes a lot of, a lot of strength, core and just muscular strength. So that's really important. Um, if you look at an NHL player these days, in the upper body, they're actually quite small. There's, there's not a lot of muscle definition to them. Um, they carry all the muscle, you know, in their, in their kind of abs and core strength and then down into their legs because it doesn't take much to win battles or throw a player off balance when you're on the ice. It's unlike wrestling or rugby and things like that. Because mm. if you have a good, strong base, it just takes a little bit of pressure a certain way with your upper body and you can win that battle. So they like to be nice and lean up top, nice and strong through the core and in the lower lower body. Now, it doesn't always mean big tree trunks. It just means strong and, and stable. Um, and mobility is the biggest thing. Being able to get down into a good hockey position and hold that for a full game's worth, so 60 minutes at a time. Yeah. Being able to, to get down and, and give yourself a full, long stride so that 90-degree bend, knee bend in the front leg and that full extension of the back leg, um, that's what's really going to help you and set you up for, for a good season. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that our coaching staff at Learn to Play constantly remind people when they're learning how to play hockey, particularly in that skate the game section, to get in the hockey stands. I'm sure people listening now have heard it a thousand times. They keep reminding people, get in the hockey stands, get in the hockey stands, because that is trying to activate your core and your, your quad muscles to try get nice and low, um, as you said, to try get the, the most balance um, and stability out there while you're trying to learn, you know, all the other elements of skating with pivoting, uh, crossovers, all that sort of stuff. But it's so crucial to be nice and low. Um, you look at someone like McDavid who, um, you know, he doesn't have the biggest legs, but he has, uh, he skates with quite a wide stance. Can you touch on that a little bit? Because uh, as you said, you know, like tree trunks for legs isn't necessarily what you're aiming for. Um, you can do it in other ways by having that kind of real wide stance as you skate. Yeah, absolutely. Crosby's another one. He's a real big wide tracker in his stance, very balanced, very powerful. McDavid's actually got a pretty short kind of choppy stride, but he, he's able to get his weight up off the ice, um, you know, get his feet kind of buzzing with, with some crossovers or some lateral steps and he's gone really quickly. But, um, you know, it's, you spoke about that. That's all done through habits. I mean, it learned to play. That's where players are coming into the game. Whether you're a kid or an adult, you really need to exaggerate the habits there, build a really good foundation that's going to stay with you um, throughout your career. I mean, even, even me, Matty, I look at as I get older in my career, I play more and more upright because my mobility is less and less. Uh, and I've, I lose that habit of really getting low and sitting down into my skates and into my stride. So, uh, sorry, that guy, uh, he thinks I cut him off, but he doesn't know that lane ends. <laughs> anyway, Matty, we don't have road rage on the podcast, but uh, <laughs> and as you notice, I didn't, I didn't lean on the horn. I just, I was cool, calm, yeah, just uh, nice and wave. I stuck with it. Yeah, very good. Yeah, you're a nice one, one finger wave, but... Um, <laughs> But no, so, you know, sitting deep into that hockey position, really exaggerating it so that when you do get tired, yeah, you may go a bit more straight-legged, but you're still in a good, balanced, efficient position for skating. Um, you know, when we work with kids, we tell them to do like a 
kind of like a spider crawl uh, throughout their whole house just to work on getting low. Um, we even encourage kids and adults when they're starting to play with a shorter stick, yep. maybe a stick that only comes up to kind of your sternum when you're standing up straight. That's going to encourage you to have to get lower with your legs to get the full blade onto the ice. And while you're getting low, your chest is still up, your eyes are up, you can scan the ice and make plays. So, um, you know, we, we talk about this posture, but really important coming into a season, just like coming into a game, you're going to fatigue as the season or the game goes on. So the, the better start you can have, the better posture you can be in, the looser your body can be in mobility-wise, the stronger it can be in um, strength and stability-wise, the best you're going to set yourself up that toward the end of the season, you'll be closer towards your good habits than your bad ones. Awesome, mate. That's great. Um, I don't think we need to touch on that anymore. That was a perfect way to round that out. How about we uh, dive into episode 94's Mystery Player and reveal who it was for. Do you actually get to hear the uh, the buttons I push or no? Yeah, mate. I, I got that loud, please. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, very good. Um, all right. I can't remember the clues you gave away last week because we didn't have a run sheet. Um, I remember I told you to back back it up or back crack it up. Um, you mentioned something yeah, about... Backcracker. One of the oldest players in the league, still got it. Um, can you remember any other clues before we reveal who it was? Uh, one of the hardest working players in the league, some little pit bull out there. That's right, celebrates um, the 15th goal. Yeah, they love celebrating goals. Uh, and obviously, backcracker, chiropractor. Yep. But it was none other than the, the chiropractor, the North Stars alumni, Freddie Stevenson. Freddie Stevenson. We only had a couple roll in here, mate, but uh, Heather Sutherland got it, which was very impressive. Uh, and then two of his teammates, GJT, Gav Thurston, we knew that was coming. And then all the way from the Nordic countries, mate, Mac Daddy. He's yeah, been, absolutely. He's been Mac, Mac did, uh, he did shoot me a message too. I like Mac's uh, diligence. He sent us both a mes- message. Very good. Yeah, make sure it got covered. So, yeah, it's very impressive. Uh, definitely must have, I gotta say, must have stumped them a call. Yeah, just mate, we don't do that often. We can we can have a celebrate there. That means that means it was a good one. Because yeah. um, they're absolute guns. But mate, Freddie is an absolute machine. I mean, you know, you see a lot of players like your old man. Uh, one of them. You see a lot of players out there in their sixties, and it's impressive that they they go about their business. They're still playing hockey hard and and at a good level. And I think, man, I'm. Uh, I've just I've just hit my thirties and my body's already hurting. Yep. But um, the looking at Freddie, I mean he's older than time. He's well into his sixties, but he is. You know I, I don't even like saying oh he's fit for his age because that's irrelevant. Freddie is fit in comparison to any player in the league, regardless of their age. Yep. And honestly, you could throw him in there for fitness testing against the AIHL North Stars this year. And I guarantee he would beat a lot of players in a lot of different categories. Mm. The guy's a machine. The guy runs marathons every year. The guy does one-handed push-ups. Uh, I can't remember if I t- shared the stat last year as one of the clues, but for every every um, you know a- every year he ages, he does that many one uh, one-handed push-ups a year. So sixty-five, boom, down sixty-five one-handed push-ups. The man's a freak. Uh, and it just really impresses me, and I don't think we uh, stop to have a look at it enough because he's a, he's a phenom. 
Yep, absolutely. No, well said, mate. Um, all right, how about we find out who the mystery player is for... Well, I guess we don't find out who it is until next week, do we? But you know what I mean. Let's get the clues, mate. All right, mate. Since the North South preseason's kicking off, I thought it might be a good time to introduce this mystery player. Now, that is for clue number one. Clue number two. This person has never played a game of ice hockey in their life. They, uh, they've been around. Never not- played a game of hockey in their life? No, they haven't. Okay. Yep. They have been heavily involved in the North Stars. Uh, I'm going to say north of the last five years. They might even be involved in the Hunter Ice Skating Stadium. They, okay. Yep. They, if we didn't have them, arguably it would be very difficult for anyone uh, that has family, any imports that come out here that has family overseas to be able to watch their relative play the sport they love in this country. Ooh, okay. I, I think I'm on the right track, yeah. Yep. Like if you are, can you throw out one more clue for me? Uh, are, they, are they pretty fashionable? They often wear um, you know, some fashionable hats. Is that the kind of... Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, right. yeah. All right, let's leave it at that then. And that is this week's. All right, Davey, you're going to be at the vet soon, mate. So how about you give me a bit of a sequence of what you envision is going to happen sometime this year while you're sitting on the off ice, while the Northies are out there. It might even be me, but who's getting an unreal goal this year in the AHL to lead us into your corner? Oh, mate, I think it's I think it's you doing your thing on the blue line, um, winding up tickling the lights with the tip of your stick, and just launching it right into someone's shin pads. But unlike usual, mate, it doesn't go all the way back for a B way. <laughs> it goes across to Ethan Hawes, who picks it up, and he just sails it beautifully back door to Francois Droulet, little shot pass back in the net. Beautiful, love it. That means I'm on the power play. That's exciting. Uh, I'll pay the cash. Five. <laughs> Definitely five and five. Definitely five and five. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's been a pretty archel heavy episode, actually, and it's going to continue to round out uh, episode 95. But, uh, mate, since you're on the management staff now, you've had one year under your belt. The listeners want to know what goes into the preseason for management of an AHL team. What kind of stuff can you give us? A bit of insight into nothing too specific. You don't want to re- re- uh, reveal all your secrets, but what what's happening? What are the conversations like? What what do you typically do in the off season? Mate, oh, I can look uh, without trying to blow smoke up uh, anyone behind. I can honestly say there. I mean, I was always very naive. I didn't think there'd be a lot of work. I thought it was a lot of armchair GM stuff. Thinking, mm. oh, let's get that guy. Let's put this guy here. Open your email. Get the imports in, um, and I couldn't. I couldn't have been further from. I couldn't have been further from being accurate. Uh, I've got to say, hats off to Gary. He. It is a full time job. It is around the clock, mm. and some days it really blows me away because, you know, obviously my job is to assist him. I'm hockey operations stuff. I don't do any of the business side of it. However, I see it being done in front of me, and. 
you know, when you, you're talking import players, you're talking visas, you're talking, you know, teeing up work for some of these guys, housing, insurance, international transfers, so they're eligible to play here, um, and talking to them, their families, all that stuff, vehicles for them to drive while they're here, uh, all that stuff. I mean, they, they get here. And it's not just, oh, there's a house to put them in. There has to be bedding. There has to be towels. There has to be appliances and all this stuff. Um, not to mention Australia players. People move to the area. People move away from the area. Who's coming back? Who's going? What what number are they going to wear? What size jersey do they want? Do we have enough off-ice apparel for these guys? Do we, we need new helmets, gloves, pants, sticks every year. Um you know, flights for travel, like literally the list goes on and on and on and things you just take for granted as a player. Yep. Um, there's a lot of thought goes into them. Even the dressing room, where's everyone going to sit? Do we need some dressing room upgrades? Things like that. So it's really endless. But when you talk to more more my job and, and helping, um, assisting with the hockey ops side of it, it's, you know, do we have the right staff in place? How can we maximize everyone's talents? What was the feedback from last year? How can we get better? Uh, players coming in, you know, is this is this a long-term player? Is it a short-term player? Is it an impact player? Is it a player that has room to grow? Um, is it a player that really needs to prove themselves this year? Is it a player that's going to have to also play at the East Coast Super League level to make sure their game's up to speed to give them the best chance to take steps in the AIHL season this year? Mm-hmm. So much work goes into it, and it's... Um, it's not a meeting and it's not a conversation. It's, it's a series of meetings and conversations that there's really no end to. It's, it's around the clock 24-7. And uh, I don't want to be overdramatic, but that's what I really enjoyed about it too. There's no downtime. You know, I'll be sitting at home sometimes making, making dinner and, and sitting there on my computer or whatever and I'll find myself back up at the whiteboard drawing out who, who you know, where do I think this player could end up this year and how, how full is our lineup? Is there anywhere we're deficient? Yeah. Uh, where are we a bit too too efficient? Things like that. So, but it's, uh, I don't know if that paints a, a picture or, or even answers your question, but the biggest thing is I, I was very overwhelmed with just how much work it is. Yeah. No, if the goal was to uh, turn me off going into management, um, you've definitely done that, mate. So, well done. Well, that's single, the hard work, mate. <laughs> Then there's the playing cards and drinking whiskeys and, you know, shoot, shooting the S uh, till midnight <laughs> some nights and, you know, getting some Uber Eats to the office. Speed up, mate. It's a great time. Yeah, absolutely. No, you've definitely secured me playing for as long as I can based off that uh, that little insight. But uh, it is very interesting. Well, i got to say, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I've got to add something in because this co- I had this conversation a lot last year with coach Kevin Noble and... You know, out of all the roles, and I'm not taking anything away from being a player, because when you're a player, you have to prepare yourself mentally. You have to prepare yourself physically to to make sure you're ready to go and and hit peak performance every Saturday and Sunday. Um, And it's a huge time commitment, and it it takes a toll on your body. But uh, from being a player and a coach and on the staff and all that, I can honestly say that as far as a time commitment, a player is, is the least amount of time committed you have to give. But again, that's not taking anything away from the players because mm. it's really a huge sacrifice that, that your whole family need to be on board with because it's so big. But um, at least when you're a player, once once kind of the job's done on a Sunday, 
you, you can mentally check out for a little bit. Yeah, you need to recover and prepare your body, but but all you need to think about is yourself. Yeah. Um, whereas everyone else, you know, you're always thinking about about yourself and everyone else on the team and the team as a whole and and planning as to what comes up next. So it's it's massive. Mm. Wow, very good, mate. That's great. Um, I definitely think there'll be some people that are listening to this right now that have no idea how much stuff goes on in the background to make the AHL happen and for the North Stars to be as successful as they have been under uh, Gary Dore's helm, that's for sure. Um, mate, we'll, we'll dial in the, the outro music because I'm sure you're almost at the vet with uh, old Chili Dog, but uh, any parting words from yourself before we round out episode 95? No, mate, look, I'm, I'm really excited for finals. Finals fever's in the air, and this is where the big game players come up to play. Uh, so really, everyone's got to do their job. The big the big game players do their thing. The goalies do their thing. Stay out of the box. Uh, and I can't wait to see who's going to take out this summer supernova silverware. Love it, Davey. All right, good luck to all teams as we round out the supernova and get ready for the Equinox. As we said, Rego opens this weekend.